Welcome to Coaching the Coach. I'm your host, Pete Townley, for the Upstate Performance Project. Welcome back, everybody. Hope everyone is doing well. If you can't tell, I'm sure you can, the audio for the last podcast and this one, and probably a couple more, (laughs) will be uh, on the road. In fact, I've been doing a lot of those. The last several ones have been on the road. Well, as, as I would much rather be in my studio with the nice microphones and being able to edit a little better, all of that good stuff, um, with time in my schedule, uh, sometimes being in the car is when I have the time to do it. I do drive a lot. Uh, when we go to our soccer practices, I drive. It's about a 30-minute drive. Um, and then, obviously, you guys have heard me many, many times, including this time, where I'm heading to Kansas or back from Kansas visiting uh, my children. Get a sip of water there. And uh, I've got 15 hours. <laughs> so uh, now's a good time to knock out a few things. However, the mobile episodes, like this one, oftentimes are just you know off the cuff. Um, whatever I'm thinking about or you know maybe I've been driving, listening to other podcasts, it spurs an idea and I've, I just want to get it down. Want to, you know, and that's kind of what I've been doing a lot lately, uh, as opposed to a little bit more planned out, scripted stuff with some research to go along with it, um, all of that good stuff. Um, now, that's not to say that um, I don't want to do those again. Of course I do. I want to get more, you know, scientific and get, get more, dive deep into some recent studies. Um, yeah, I, I've enjoyed when I've done those kind of podcasts. I've really just been very interested recently in, again, motivation and, and, and the driving force behind doing what we do. Uh, and making ourselves better trainers. And, I, and I'll say this because, you know, no matter where you're training, whether you're an online personal trainer, you, you work for a gym or you own your own gym, or you're a strength coach at a university, high school, the, the, the thought is when we go to put our workouts together for our clients, there's oftentimes we get in a rut and not not that a rut is I don't I don't mean that in a negative way what I mean is we we get in a pattern uh, habits of doing some of the same workouts over and over um, and it can be effective for a while uh, but at some point you are going to need to change that up and that should be very 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 basic understandable shouldn't even need to say that but what I see a lot of online and not, I'm not talking about from online trainers necessarily, but the online fitness influencers, which then influence the you know average gym goer, is that it's just you know, oh here's a great glute workout, save this one for later. Oh here's a an arm blaster, save this workout and do it at the gym later. And and not that any of the exercises that are shown are bad. I mean sometimes they're a little weird or not you know. Unnecessary or overly complicated, you know, terrible risk reward, uh, you know, things. But the the point is, you know how we program here, just jumping around from 
you know, workout to workout, uh, random programming gives you random results. And so, hearkening back onto what I said uh, in the previous podcast, where I was talking about clients that are having trouble staying on schedule, they're they're they they show up late often, or they they skip a lot of client or classes, not classes, sessions. Um, it's harder and harder to program because if I write a two-week program or two, you know the next two weeks out, I have I have an idea of where they want to go. Let's say they want to add 30 pounds uh, to their squat and they want to lose um, 10 pounds of body fat. Those are their two goals. Okay, well they didn't necessarily say they wanted to add muscle. They just wanted to get stronger. Okay, we can do that, but we also want to lose some body fat. Okay, so what does that mean? So those. That program is going to look different than someone who tells me, I don't want really to care about strength. I just want to get huge and lose body fat, right? Those programs are going to look a little different. Um, so uh, knowing that, you kind of have to, you know, I plan out a few weeks in advance, but I try to stay in two-week blocks uh, so that any immediate changes or how the program's going, I, I don't have to like rewrite an entire month's worth. I can just kind of stick with uh, what I'm doing. Even if I have a goal of what I'm going to do the next few weeks, uh, provided everything goes smoothly, then it just makes writing the program that much easier. But what do you do when they don't show up? Or they show up late? So you write a program that you think is going to take about an hour, and that's what, that's what their session time is and they show up 20 minutes late. I could do the main part of the workout, but then again, I don't really have fluff in the workout. The workout from top to bottom is designed in a way that's gonna get them to their goal the best, given the fact that they've told me, I wanna come in twice a week, and these are my goals. Versus three times a week, versus four times a week. So again, you have to, your programs are going to look different based on what they're giving you, time-wise and commitment-wise. So you got to make the best of what you got. Well, when they don't even show up to that or hold their end of the bargain, that's when it gets to be challenging. And so like we said in the last uh, podcast, finding a way to reconnect with them, their why. Why did they do this? And what? What are they going to do to make the changes now? You know, they may have come to you at one point and were highly motivated and then work got in the way and their motivation, you know, you need to get them back on there. Why did you originally come? Well, I wanted to lose weight and gain 30 pounds or gain 30 pounds on my squat. Okay. All right. We've got to recenter that. Okay. Here's where we are. This is, we've deviated a little bit from that or we've made progress, but it's slowed down. We need to up the game a little bit. So here's what I'm going to do workout wise. If you're still going to come in twice a week, or maybe I could say, we really need to add that third week or third day uh, of, of, of the weekend. Um, or, hey, I'm going to need you to really cut out that beer you're drinking. Or, you know, you could reevaluate periodically, which again, as I said last week, or not last week, last podcast, that should be a no brainer, right? That's personal training 101. That should not be, you know, shocking revelations to anybody listening. But, one of the bigger picture items that can get lost is, you know, how do you program when that's going to happen? So, like, what what do I do in that situation? So, for example, I have a client that just due to his schedule, 
often only comes in once a week. Now, if I'm planning on him being there three times a week and they come in Monday and we do the Monday workout and then I don't see them again the rest of the week, then the following week it would repeat the Monday workout with the slight adjustments and weight or reps normally. But we've only had one session and we didn't do any legs or, or we did more of an upper body workout. Should I switch it and do more legs or, or should I switch and do total body? Well, again, the thought is you don't know what they're going to end up doing the rest of the week because they might come back on that next Monday and say, okay, I'll be here every day this week and then something comes up and they're not. And then the third week in a row, something comes up and they're not. So you've had three weeks where you've only seen them once a week and they've done the same workout three times. And they may not really progress there and you're not getting in a whole lot. So do you change up the workout and say, well, if they're going to do that, then I'm going to you know, just kill them the day they're here and maybe we'll burn enough calories or, or, or I'm just going to, you know, do, do random programming and, you know, I'm only going to have them once a, once a week so they just need to move and, you know, break a sweat. Well, again, assuming you can get them back on track, no, you want to stick with your program. Or, or what we do is that we have that we go back to using that fit principle frequency, intensity, time, and type, which is how we normally adjust programs based on what what we're doing. So if our frequency is high, our intensity and duration can be low. If we have a lot of duration, you know, high duration, um, then intensity can be low and frequency can be lower. Um, so, you know, th- these are all going to change super high intensity and then uh, duration can be a lot lower. So you can make those adjustments. Well, you can take your workout and take the main goals of what we're trying to accomplish and put that into a one day a week workout. Now, is that ideal? And are, are, are they going to, what if they plan on coming in three days a week and they, and you put them through this one crazy workout that, you know, kind of it mixes everything in, but then they end up showing up the next time. Well, again, you can make some adjustments as you go, but the idea would be having a backup plan that still fits into what their needs are. So a good example um, is using tempo and using um, uh, large sets or large circuits, um, multi-exercise circuits, and, and using a weight that is um, an absolute max for a certain rep range. So for example, if my client is trying to build muscle and lose body fat, so if I'm trying to build muscle and I wanna be in that hypertrophy range of eight to 12, I'll give them an eight to 12 rep range for their whatever workout they're doing. But we're also trying to burn fat and I may only have them one or two days a week now because of how they're showing up. So I've adjusted this, I'm gonna use a specific client here, what I'm talking about. I now put his workouts, he'll do a complex of four to five exercises. He mainly wants, you know, he wants to get stronger all around. He doesn't care about getting super big. He just wants to get stronger. Um, But he does wanna add size, particularly in the upper body. So 
I'll pick two upper body lifts. We'll do eight to 12 reps. Um, and so I'll have a weight that is a, you know, a 12 rep max or close to a 12 rep max. And then I have him go at a slow tempo. So he should fatigue in that eight to 12 rep range. You know, so we'll have, you know, all the, or the majority of the reps will be effective reps uh, because we'll be under that tempo. And then, I, and then I'll switch it up and have a, a lower body and then back to another upper body and then another lower body, something like that, or push-pull. Um, in this case for him, I like to go upper body, lower body. Now I know that in order to help him, um, he's trying to get, like I said, stronger overall, but he wants to build upper body strength. So I've been having deadlift a lot more than, than squat. Um, and I've been using the trap bar uh, more than the conventional um, because he likes the trap bar. And so that's where I'm like, okay, well, I'll pick something I know he likes and he's excited about, but then we'll do sets of five. So it, the first workout in the circuit will be, you know, maybe a dumbbell bench press for eight to 12 reps where he should fail somewhere between eight and 12 at a, at a particular tempo, a relatively slow tempo. And then we go to the deadlift and I'll do five reps, five to seven reps, um, again at a slow tempo. Then I'll go back to the upper body and usually it'll be uh, a um, antagonistic movement to the first one. So like a bent over row, ring row, pull up, something for the back. Um, and we work on that for eight to 12 reps and then another lower body exercise, usually either lunges, carries, pushing the sled, kettlebell swings, th those are kind of the main things. So we run that program. So even if he comes in three or twice a week, or if he does show up all three times a week, all I will do is I'll take that one little template and just make some slight adjustments to it. So like maybe the second day, if he does show up, I'll stick with that template, that, that formula, and I can just plug and play some other exercises uh, so he's getting a little bit more variety. But that way, we still will have progress, but I'm not doing things like writing, you know, a bench press, three sets or four sets of eight to 12. Then we go to maybe a super set of chest flies and, and bent over rows for, you know, four sets, eight reps each or something like that. That's how I want to do it. Or that's, that might be how I would do it if I knew for sure he was going to come in every time. But I don't know he's going to come every time. And so when he's in, I want it to be, I want the intensity to be very high, but I still want to work within the rep ranges that would, that are geared towards what his goals are. So losing body fat, I'm going to, I want to use that time under tension, that tempo based stuff. I also want to use, you know, as many compound lifts as I can, but he also wants to build um, muscle in the upper body particularly. So on the upper body ones, I want to make sure I'm hitting rep ranges that are conducive for muscle growth. And so again, it might be a bench press one day, a dumbbell bench press the next day, and then an incline chest press the third day. Or, um, I, and that's probably what I would do, or that's what I do mainly. Sometimes, um, you know, when we're looking to change things up a little bit, I'll, I'll just change, uh, I'll do more of an undulating 
program where the, the exercises stay the same, but on Monday I do you know sets of five on the bench, then Wednesday would be like sets of you know ten to twelve, and then you know maybe heavy you know, sets of one or two on Friday or, or some somewhere along those lines. So we have heavy, medium, and light days for each one of those four exercises, but keep those four exercises the same. So he's getting a lot of volume, um, going slow to burn calories, but that volume's gonna help you know with the muscle growth that he wants, particularly in the upper body. So those are just this just one way of, of combating that issue of clients not being consistent. Um, so that circuit would take about 40 to 45 minutes. So if he is doing that and he does show up, um, I can, and he shows up on time, I can go through that workout and maybe do some core stuff or some isolated, you know, arm bicep stuff that I know he likes uh, at the end of the workout. If he shows up 15 to 20 minutes late, which is more more often the case, uh, then I know that that circuit will be uh, effective. And if he shows up the second day, yeah, I might it might be a little bit repetitive, but it will at least be effective. And the idea is, it's not the ideal program I want for him. But I can't control his schedule. I can't force him to come in. So while I'm working on other things from the motivational side of things to get him back on track to a little bit more of a guarantee that he will be there the three times a week, at least in the meantime, I have a backup plan that we still will make progress in the areas he wants to make progress. Now, I'm not just going to hop back and forth between that. If I've decided to go that route, I'm going to stick to that route for four to six weeks, or you know, whatever uh, you know cycle I would I would be going for, anyways. And then if he's been consistent, I'll switch it back to the more of the style that that I think would be most beneficial or most effective, um, given you know spreading volume and, and exercises out throughout the week rather than try to hit a really hard circuit. Again, my frequency would go up. So my intensity and duration um, can come down a little. So that's kind of you know one quick example of how I put those together or what I would do um, in those situations. And again, that can also ring true for yourself. And this is the biggest thing I see with other trainers and myself uh, is your workouts get compromised for two reasons. One, if you work out in the gym where you work people are always stopping you to ask your advice and questions and being the nice person you are you do stop and answer those questions and that throws your workout off or if you're like me you'll sit down and say okay this next training block I want to work on these things and so you write a program that under normal circumstances would be would be really good and you know it's going to work and you're very confident that this will work but because you know so much because it you know, you're the trainer, you, you have the knowledge, you pick all the best exercises for this and all the best exercises for this, well, your workouts can end up being two hours long very easily. And that's not very sustainable. Now, it'd be nice if it was, and maybe it could be, depending on your schedule, but we know clients change times all the day, all the time, you know, so you, you think you have a two-hour block in the middle of the day, but then someone wants to move up or or move back an hour 
uh, or people cancel. So you have a planned day off because you thought you were going to be busy and then no one shows up. Well, now you've got a pocket of time. What can you do in that time? You know, And we're having a plan ahead of time for those scenarios. As opposed to saying, oh, well, I don't have, I don't have a time to do my full routine today, so I'm just going to lift uh, heavy. And that's that's what I always tried to do. My, my thought for a long time was, well, crap, I, I've only got an hour to warm up and exercise, which should be plenty of time, but you know, maybe sometimes it's 45 minutes. Uh, and you know, you, you don't want to be working out to the minute your client works in. So if it's three o'clock and you've got a client at four, you, you need to curtail that with enough time to stop, get cleaned up, uh, maybe even get a, a shake or a bar or something like that before they walk in so you're not finishing your last set when they get there. So you you could do what a lot of people do and say, oh, I'll just work up to heavy singles. Why? Because that's fun. Well, if that happens every day or every other day, then all you're doing is working up to heavy singles. And although it can be a fun workout, <laughs> It's not necessarily going to be the best, but if you have in place workouts that you can plug in that are effective for those circumstances, basically you're planning for a rainy day. What's your rainy day plan? And so that's what I want to encourage you guys to think about is look at a couple of your clients or look at yourself and say, okay, what if this client is missing a lot of days or showing up late and I don't get the full time with them? Rather than just say, well, hey, they're the ones paying for it and that, that's on them. You could say, I'm going to go and change this and change that uh, and have this backup plan that I'm going to run that's still going to be effective while I work on the behavior change side of things to get them back on track. Anyways, hope that helps. Let me know if you have any questions and we'll talk to you soon.